celebrating 20 years of Jody Jenkins, the golf guy. My name is Jody Jenkins, and welcome to another episode. I want to thank everybody who tuned in for the kickoff of our 20th season. Last week, we had an overwhelming response, tons of emails, tons of compliments all over social media, and we are so appreciative of that. And I got to give another shout out to Ryan and the crew at Golf News Net uh, for their support. We are officially one of their partner shows on that fabulous golf resource. Make sure you check it out online at Golf News Net. Okay, we have a surprise for you today. Some of you may not be familiar with this gentleman, but I want to welcome back one of our original co-hosts who was with us in the early days. He's known as the Tidbit, but his real name is Mr. Patrick Glancy. Pat, welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you, Jody. It's it's awesome to be here. It's been a long time. Yeah, well, the only thing, the only thing I have a minor complaint at this point in time would be that I didn't do the first show because I can only imagine if what you got was an overwhelming response how much greater the response would have been had you had me last week? You know, I was trying to rack my brain last night as to why I haven't had you on for a while. And I think I just uh, got that answer right there with your response. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice to see. Nice to see you haven't changed. Welcome <laughs> back to the show. And look, technology has allow- allows us now to be able to have you on from wherever. I mean, you and I spent a lot of time in the actual studio Uh, all over Eastern Ontario, uh, all over, actually all over Ontario, period, because we used to go to events and broadcast live. So, I mean, it's kind of cool that technology allows us to do that. You're at your house. I'm at my place in the studio. Our producer, Brett Black, is here as well. And uh, it's kind of cool. So it it is nice to have you back. And I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing your opinions. And I thought, I thought because you're such a huge Tiger fan, I, I thought we would start with Tiger Woods getting out of the hospital and just kind of I'd love to get your thoughts on how you have how you've regarded this whole situation, the way it's unfolded. And where do we go from here with the Tiger situation? Well, interestingly enough, uh, my my initial reaction when I heard that he was getting out of the hospital, that he was out of the hospital, that he's home, that he's just going to go into a rehab and I was thinking they should. They were showing a picture of him on uh, on the golf channel swinging his golf club, and I said, you know, that might be the that might be the last time uh, that we see him swing a club in competition. Uh, my concern for him is that I with the the rehab with that he's going to have to go through with the you know the rod and the plate and the screws in his in his legs, the the mental trauma that he's gone through. I think it is going to be a terrific hill for him to climb. But of course, being the ultimate Tiger uh, fan, my I believe he can do it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, you know, you want to talk about a comeback story. I mean, he's been, he's been the subject of many comeback stories. This obviously would be the ultimate if he was to come back from this. And again, I would agree with you. I think that he can. But if he was to come back from this and get another victory, you know, chasing after Sam Snead, like, I, I, I mean, I don't think you could write a better story at all. No. Uh, you're absolutely right. That, that's, and it is within the realm of possibility 
because as we know, Tiger can do anything if he puts his mind to it. No, absolutely right. So we wish him and his family all the best as they continue to push through this. And of course, uh, a week ago at the players, I know that uh, Justin Thomas, the eventual winner there, um, was in conversations with Tiger and received some encouraging words from him. So it's good to see the players still connecting with Tiger. Uh, everybody wants the best for him. And uh, look, I'm, I'm excited to see how this unfolds and the drama uh, that we have ahead of us on Tiger Woods Watch, I guess is the, the best way to put it. Okay, let's transition into another topic that is making a lot of news. And that, of course, concerns Rory McIlroy's recent comments about trying to gain speed a la DeChambeau, Mr. Bryson DeChambeau. What's your take on all that situation? And and how, what do you like DeChambeau? Are you a fan of his uh, of his play? Uh, becoming more and more a fan um, because even with last week's uh, tournament at the TPC, he really comes across now as a more likable, a more human individual who has weaknesses, is willing to identify those weaknesses, and has made a really strong effort um, to try to play golf the way he wants to play golf and not the way other people are telling him, no, you can't do it. This is the way you have to do it. All I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I think... You know, it's, I think it's really we're at, a, at an interesting crossroads with golf. We start out with Tiger, and then you talk about Justin Thomas and, and, and Bryson DeChambeau. There, there they are. Those, those are the guys that are going to carry. They're going to carry the game now. Uh, I'm willing to uh, admit that I think we are at a point where we're going to have to Stop thinking about Tiger and start last. Start watching golf. Last week was the first time that I have watched a whole tournament. Yeah, and and it had to do with the fact of Bryson. Want to see what he does? We were talking about him beforehand. Is he going to drive eighteen? Then uh, USGA or the PGA said, "No, he's not going to be able to because they're going to make the penalty really, really tough. We're going to make it out of bounds." On the left, so if he pulls the ball, he's going to be hitting three off the tee, uh, and then we have, of course, uh, so they they Bryson sort of proof Bryson proof the golf course like they used like they did to Tiger one time, and then we have Justin Thomas who just was in such a zone there on the weekend uh, that it I really enjoyed watching it because I enjoyed who was on the leaderboard, I enjoyed watching Bryson. Uh, and I, wa- I enjoyed watching Justin come through in the in the end. I just I just thought it was uh, a, a great golf great golf tournament to watch, and really sets up the Masters. Um, so I'm a believer. I'm a believer in Bryson and what he's doing. It'll be very interesting to see what he can do at Augusta. So let's get your take on the whole Rory McIlroy comments that he's been trying to go after speed and and kind of do what. Bryson has been doing I mean I don't know if he's trying to exactly do what Bryson's been doing but I'm sure there's lots of players that are looking at that going how do I get that much speed what are your thoughts like should should players be chasing that or or do you think they should try and stay in their own lane or I guess it's open season for lack of a better term but 
I think they should chase it. Okay. Because I'm going to tell you, if, and I read this this morning, if right now, length is a huge advantage. And if the USGA decides in their wisdom to uh, uh, reduce how far you can hit the ball, they're going to either they're either going to put a put a uh, limit on the length of the shaft. They're going to put a limit on the uh, trampoline effect of the uh, new heads. Uh, or you know, so having them do that, it still give Bryson still has the advantage because you can take thirty percent off. So he hits the ball or twenty percent. He hits the ball three hundred and fifty yards. So when they reduce whatever whatever it is, he's still going to hit at three hundred and fifteen yards. Somebody who hits the ball 300, well, he's going to hit at 270. Bryce is still going to be hitting shorter irons, albeit the same length irons, uh, into greens. He's going to have a huge advantage. So let them go. Just let them play. I mean, why, we're, supposed to, we're supposed to embrace technology. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I think that there is a reason – People are tuning in these days, even even in higher numbers. And I think it is because of DeChambeau and wanting to see him make outrageous tee shots. Look, you think back to some of the glory days of baseball, as an example. And I can think of, in my case, I'm 45. So I think back to, like, the Mark McGuire days, the Bash Brothers, Jose Canseco. Oh, yeah. I tuned yeah. in. I tuned in. I mean, maybe some bad examples there. But I tuned <laughs> in. I tuned in to watch those guys destroy pitches and i yes. feel like i feel like that is something that people want to see on the pga tour you know yes. you mentioned a couple weeks ago with the players or sorry even a week before that what did everyone talk about and the clip that was circulating around the world was bryson mammoth drive on that par five and then throwing his hands up in the air like that's oh. what people remember right yeah absolutely absolutely so. that's what that's what has been missing Yes, you know, in in golf and watching it on on on, on television, that's what has been missing. So, welcome back, bring it back, make it exciting. I, I, that's what these guys are going to do. You know, I have to say another thing here. Um, I am thrilled that Lee Westwood has upped his game. Yeah, he you know, back to back second place. A three putt on 17 on the weekend. You know, he makes a long, you know, makes a putt on on 18. He loses by a shot. The week before, he gets close to DeChambeau. He loses by a shot, I think. Just goes to show you, age is not a factor. Exactly. He's 46. It's like he's he's older than you, Joe. I know. It's like it gives me hope that I, I shouldn't give up on my dream of playing professionally. Well, there you go. But I will, you know, what's funny is I talked about Lee last week and I agree. I I, I mean, I'm not going to get into it again like I did last week, but quickly I said, I find his demeanor has changed. I've really enjoyed watching him. I don't know if it's because he has a a fiance or new, uh, someone new in his life, if whatever, maybe he's older and wiser, who knows, but a little bit of a bounce in his step. And the guy always seems in a good mood. You certainly, I've never seen, uh, you know, the last couple of years with him, uh, him to be very sour. I think yeah. he appreciates what he has. And you know what? That comes with age and it comes with time. But he's still, I mean, again, 46 is not old by by any stretch. So it's exciting. But what I would say, though, is he also has 
a different style of game because they did they did a thing where they slowed down swings on the on the, the last weekend of the event at the event and they showed Lee Westwood swing versus it might have been I think it was DeChambeau's but I mean he his swing if they when they paused it you remember the chicken wing look like you're when your elbows yes. are both like he kind of swings like that he goes down and after the ball whereas and then they compared it to Bryson obviously a, another different style of swing too but completely straight no bend in his arms at all but it just goes to show you that you can swing your swing as they say and still have success and the yeah. difference in the way people are approaching the game it's it's very very cool yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I, I believe, I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, to see him smiling all the time, regardless of the kind of shot. I mean, look at number four there on the weekend. Uh, Deschambeau, you know, tops one with a hybrid. Yeah. It into the, and then he, and Lee turns around and, sh- I want to say shank, uh, but he, he really cut, overcut one into uh, into the uh, hazard uh, about 150 yards from the green. Uh, but... But if they do, they just he just smiles. That is so invigorating to, to see that. You know, I mean, I'm in love with it. I, I, I think it's great. His son's going to going to caddy for him this weekend at Honda. Uh, he's also going to caddy for him at uh, at the uh, Masters. And I'm looking forward to seeing how he he as well uh, <laughs> manages this weekend. But, you know, I know you want to talk about Rory. I love Rory. Uh, I I. And, you know, Westwood was one he's, I think it was Westwood this week, said he wishes he had told him the sort of the, the bad places you can go when you start doing, so, trying to do something that somebody else does. Yeah. You know, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he'll come back. I think he's too good a player not to come back. He'll just he'll look at all kinds of tape, practice as much as he needs to, uh, and, and get it done, but you know he's also in a, in a he's a different person this year now with a with a with a baby and married, and you know priorities change. He he's another guy. Don't you think he's? I why watch him? I think wow, he's not getting too upset. He's just and goes on to the next shot. It's true. It's true. You don't see many. It's funny. I mean, I'm probably stereotyping here, but I find, and people can correct me if I'm wrong by emailing jodie at jjthegolfguy.com, but it seems to me that the guys that seem to get mad on tour on the PGA, and maybe there's women that get mad too in this situation. I I just can't think of any right now. But guys that get mad always seem to be single guys. You know what I mean? Or not married. Or, you know, maybe, maybe just not there in life or not kids. Like, you know, I think of guys that just lose their marbles. And I mean, uh, Bryson is one of those guys, right? Like he, yeah. he's, uh, I don't believe Bryson has kids. John Rahm, uh, although he seems to have gotten a little better. Patrick Reed. Does Patrick Reed have kids or anything? Uh, they do. They, I think they have two. Okay. Uh, but he's still, again, you're making a good point there. I, uh, John Rahm, recently married. Okay. Uh, you so know, maybe, uh, maybe that's the secret anger management. Yes. Although, Absolutely. although you could probably find a couple players that have had multiple wives, and they would say the opposite. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, so. yeah but yeah, no, it's uh, it's an interesting thing. But yeah, Rory. Obviously, yeah, I agree with you. Rory's demeanor has changed as well, and uh, there's no question that he will be back, and we'll see him in the winner's circle sooner than later. Pat, we're running out of time here. 
I was going to chat a little bit about the Masters, but maybe we'll save that for another episode. But I did want to get your take just because it's, you know, the situation across the world with the pandemic. But, uh, you know, speculation is that golf will be an even bigger industry this golf season. Um, obviously the golf season has started in different parts of the world due to climates. I mean, specifically for Canada, you know, we're still a couple, uh, a couple weeks away, uh, in Ontario. Anyway, there are some areas that are open obviously, but they're predicting a massive year. Last year was a big year for golf and they're predicting an even higher turnout. What's your, what's your take? Have you, obviously, obviously you've noticed it. Um, what's your thoughts on the, the state of golf? I th- well, again, I think, uh, and it's what we experience here, even in our local areas. We we know what's going on at our golf clubs. Uh, there are just no tee times available uh, at that local uh, golf uh, golf shops where where they where they sell equipment. Uh, it's flying off flying off the racks. They can't keep things in stock long enough. Uh, last year was amazing. Uh, what happened uh, for the golf for our golf courses for sure? And I, sus- I suspect all across Canada once we got opened, uh, and in the United States, um, I think this year is going to be equally as big. I think uh, everybody's prepared for another huge golf season, and we know uh, from our own personal experiences that, that that's what the forecast is for right here in the Belleville Kingston area. It's uh, it's going to be a huge season and. But I just tell people out there, if you if you uh, want to play, join a club. Get yeah, in. I'm, I'm, I'm very yeah. excited. And I know that you've got a new driver going in the bag. Is that correct? It is. And I'll tell you, you know, you want to talk about <laughs> looking for a little more. I put a little extra inch on. I went to a 46-inch driver. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, and I'll tell you, I'm smoking it right now, buddy. <laughs> I hear that same comment every year from you. And yet when I... <laughs> Yeah, when I go out and play with you, it's the opposite. So I don't know where, like, where are you smoking it? Or actually, what are you smoking? What are you smoking? Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I just picked up the new Callaway Epic Speed. So I'm excited about that. I also picked up new irons. Uh, I got their forged um, CBs. So it's beautiful. I'm, look, I've changed my bag quite a bit. And some people kind of scoff at it, but I only carry a seven, eight, nine and pitching wedge. And I've actually substituted my long irons with hybrids because I hit them better and the confidence is there. And look, I play better that way. So yeah. I, I'm not going to, because I don't have a three iron or four iron in my bag. I don't, I don't really care. Um, Listen, so- I saw you, I saw you play last year. And uh, as amazed as I was with your usage of your hybrids, I'm not going to disparage your game. No, it's like, you know? it's, like some people, I mean, I, I actually am one of those guys. I mean, I don't really, I love hitting the ball far, but I actually like shaping shots and making things happen with clubs that it typically wouldn't happen. And I like, I kind of like a Bubba Watson style. Like, I, I, you know, on an 140, 150 yard par three, sometimes I'll pull out, pull out a, a little hybrid and try and saw it off and just kind of play around and make shots happen. I think that's more fun. I, I don't know. That's well, I agree. Me. No, you, you, I, you know, you, the proof is in the pudding, buddy. And I, I've seen you do it. So <laughs> I'm not going to talk about you <laughs> other than good terms. All right, Pat, we are at the end of our time here again. Thanks to everybody for supporting our show. This is our 20th season. It's hard to believe that that's, uh, that that actually is happening. We started this in 2001. Uh, do you remember when you joined up, Pat? I do. 
You do. do. When? When yeah. was it? Do you remember what was what was the first episode we did? I don't remember. So. Oh my goodness, Jody! All I re- I'll tell you. Why did you, you you said to me? Why don't you come in and do the show with me? And, and little did I realize at that time, I was going to have to do all the work. Oh, jeez. I loved it. Okay, you know, okay. Sorry, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you have any questions, comments, again, email us at J-O-D-I-E. That's Jody at JJTheGolfGuy.com. Big thanks to the team at uh, Golf News Net for being our partner episode, our partner home for the show, as well as all the major podcast platforms, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, iTunes, and, of course, Google podcasts and we look forward to welcoming even more guests pat next week on the show i don't know if you're able to join us but we are going to welcome the hosts of the second most popular podcast in the world that's have you heard of subpar on golf the golf uh golf.com I have. I have. so colt nost and drew stoltz are coming on the show i will be there let yeah, me know so, yeah so we're going to set that up that's next week uh we're excited uh, enjoy it, Pat. I, I I often remember what was the catchphrase we yeah, always used. Yeah. For those of you, those, anyone listening out there, remember: long and straight's the best combination, and keep it in the short grass. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you in seven days.